Hello, Winternet, this is Hugh and Spence, and yes, the Insight Calling. Welcome to the new year, our Eurovision season. We've got five months to go. Coming up, we have more names and dates for the national finals, January's big draw, and a pun on Lorraine going up, 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 no more. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to 2023, welcome to SE Insights News Podcast, welcome to myself, Hugh and Spence, bringing you up to date with all the shenanigans in the last week in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Myself and the team ESC Insight, we're here every seven days to get you through all the way to Liverpool and that great big grand final on Saturday the 13th of May. Two semi-finals before that on the 9th and 11th. Before that, 30-odd countries all selecting their songs, national finals, selections, internal panels, judges, juries, all of that and more every seven days www.escinsight.com and of course you can support us as well patreon.com slash ESC Insights. <laughs> Okay, first of all, that big January draw, it does happen every year, and we have had it confirmed from Liverpool City Council that the semi-final allocation draw, which is also like an, a sort of preamble official, here's the keys to Eurovision ceremony, will be taking place at the end of January. There's an exact date there. This is a pretty important milestone, certainly from an organisational point of view. This is where uh, the delegations will find out which semi-final they're going to be performing in, and also if they're going to be in the top half or the bottom half of the drop. That means they know when to book their flights, get their hotels, when they need to be on stage. Just, you know, that little bit more of logistics. And also, top half and bottom half, there's a producer-led running order in there to make sure that the show flows smoothly. You don't have a song, three songs that all want to use the colour blue and the staging all next to each other. But a little bit of randomness is in there as well. This is a contest after all. So top and bottom half, and then the producers organise that. And naturally... When that happens, we all pour over who's top, who's bottom, who's first, who's last, who's got the best chance before we hear any of the songs. Because that's what our community does. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, well, Eurovision DSE 250 happened uh, on the 31st of December, as it always was. This was a fan poll. It's run every year. And it asks you to give you your top 10 Eurovision songs. And from that, the top 250 Eurovision songs of all time for that year are declared. Since Lorraine's Euphoria uh, won the Eurovision Song Contest back in 2012, the song has been on the up, up, up. That's the pun coming in and sitting at number one. Challengers come in year on year and year. But finally, Lorraine fell to number two. And Chanel, Spain's entry this year, this year? Last year? Oh, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. You know the bit in the old days where you crossed out the, the year on a checkbook and put 23 instead of 22? Yeah, that just happened there. Uh, last year's Eurovision Song Contest, uh, Chanel and Slow Mo, third place there, but for the ESC 250, first place. A new queen of the Eurovision year, and we have 359 days until we find out if she can hold on to that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so we are going to go straight into the country news here. We haven't had any internal selections in the last week. There haven't been any national finals taking place. There haven't been any heats either. But they start next week. Estonia's uh, going to be 
joining in and bringing our first show of 2023. Obviously, we've already had Ukraine and Albania, but uh, we have uh, the heats. But the next final, assuming I've got all my dates right, is going to be Belgium. And the broadcaster VRT is making sure that there's a good flow of news in the run up to the show. Uh, there's a 15-strong professional jury. Uh, they've been announced in the last week, and there are some familiar Eurovision names in there as well, along with uh, many connections to the Belgian music industry. Uh, so you've got former Eurovision singers Alexander Reback, Laura Tesoro, Jury Maquise, um, as well as Eurovision 2021 co-host Nikki Tutorials, all helping decide what song Belgium will send to the song contest. Long-term listeners and those who watch the song contest will know that the Two public service broadcasters in Belgium kind of like take turn about. There was a there was a little bit of a stutter when we had the cancelled contest. So it's VRT's turn uh, this year. It last year it was RTBF, and it'll be RTBF's turn next year as well, unless VRT win it for Belgium, in which case VRT get to do it again, presumably. Ah, we'll find out. Anyway, uh, what was nice to see is um, RTBF's head of delegation, Leslie Cable, uh, is part of the VRT jury. So there's a nice bit of cooperation there in the song contest world. It's a one-shot grand final and it's on January the 14th. Uh, small note here on Croatia uh, with the contest Dora. It's been confirmed that it will be returning to the city of Apania, uh, which has been there for the last couple of years now. Also, there's a weekly preview show. Uh, it also starts in January the 14th and showcases uh, the artists who will be taking place in Dora. Uh, so Usret Dori will be taking place weekly up to the final of Dora, which is on that Super Saturday date, February the 11th, where the most songs ever are going to be selected. Uh, Czech Republic, uh, details on the Czech selection have also been confirmed by the National Broadcaster this week. 170 submissions went in. Um, a handful will be selected for one-shot national final there on Monday, January the 30th. More details to follow. Uh, Greece, seven artists have been announced uh, for the national final by broadcaster ERT. No former Eurovision names in here, but many from Panic Records, um, a label that has supported uh, national final in Greece and in Cyprus as well for many, many years. Uh, there's also a number of artists who've been on The Voice and Pop Idol. So we're at the sort of up-and-coming artists who've had a little bit of exposure and are looking for that next step up uh, that will be representing Greece. Iceland, uh, January the 28th will be the day we know the Icelandic participants and that's when we get our confirmation of everyone who will be singing and song for Keppelin, that's Iceland's national final. Ten acts are expected to go over two semi-finals, February the 18th, February the 25th, um, that's um, just after the super final. so you do everything on the February 11th, you calm down and you start the process all over again uh, for the late Feb, early March runs as well and the grand final there is on March the 4th. Fourth. Latvia next. 15 songs for Supernova, which is Latvia's national final, uh, have been released and they're available to listen now on the YouTube channel of the broadcaster. Uh, song contest watchers will be drawn to the return of Justus with his song Strangers, but also Marcus Rivas is in there. Always the bridesmaid in Latvian selections, looking to be the bride this year. Of course, there has been another bridesmaid that's come out of Supernova and Latvia for many years, going right back to it's Dezemia, uh, which is Samantha Tena, got the chance on the Eurovision stage. Marcus will have his fingers crossed that this is the year he gets the top spot and gets the ticket. Semi-final there on February the 4th, grand final, Super Saturday time again, February the 11th. 
Uh, up the globe to Norway, the reworked MGP format this year is three semi-finals, seven songs each, three qualifiers from each, with a grand final, which is Saturday the 4th of February, a little bit earlier than Super Saturday, nine will be taking place there. The acts have all been announced, uh, and again, Eurovision watchers are going to recognise a couple of names in here. Ulrike uh, and the song Attention was Norway's representative for the song contest in 2020, but the song contest was cancelled that year. But the song was submitted, so in my book, back to Eurovision entry. That it didn't take to the stage? Ah, well, there you go. Um, Kate uh, Gobranson uh, sang for Norway in 1987. Finishing ninth with Mitliff, returning to MGP there. Um, Joust's uh, 2017 Grab the Moment, popping in there as well. All of those are in the first semi-final. And remember, it's three qualify out of the seven there. So to get all three of those Eurovision names, I get the feeling that's there to get the international viewers watching. But anyway. Um, front loaded definitely uh, but we go to semi-final three and we find Stig van Eyck uh, who sang for Norway in 1999 living my life without you one final chance there to get another Eurovision name into the mix the songs themselves are released the Monday before the semi-final so the semi-final one songs are going to be released this coming Monday Monday the 9th the semi-final two songs a week later and two weeks after that that way everybody gets this sort of five or six day run up period uh, of the songs being available for the same amount of time. Uh, Romania, following confirmation uh, that the national final would be 12 acts, uh, Romanian broadcaster TVR has released the songs on its YouTube channel. Although these aren't studio versions, these are the artist demos. So some of them are just let's sing into a microphone, some of them are full productions, uh, but there is plenty of time to get the final studio edits and mixes done ahead of the national final. Guess when? Super Saturday, uh, February the 11th. And now, those of you who aren't familiar with the term Super Saturday, that's why it's there. Uh, so, even though there are now versions, you can get a flavour of the Romanian songs there. And I suppose, in one way, this is another way of keeping the songs fresh. Some national finals, let's just hold them to quite close to the release. Some, uh, just say, you're not getting to hear the full songs until they actually appear on the television. Sweden, uh, and Melody Festival, and Italy's San Remo being there. Here with Romania, we get the flavour. We don't actually get the final production as well. More than one way to do your promotion out there. Finally, for the country news, uh, we have Serbia. Uh, Monday, we'll see Serbian broadcaster RTS confirm the names of those singing in its national final. 200 songs submitted there. They're going to be um, whittled down. We'll see how many exactly uh, when we get to Monday. But the semi-finals are on March the 1st and 2nd. And then the grand final is on Saturday, March the 4th. <laughs> Right then, what have we got around the Eurovision world at the moment? Well, we had our Liverpool history just before the new year uh, up at ESCinsight.com looking at the history of our host city for 2023 and how the song contest is going to fit into that. Our much-promised, much-trailed musical moments will be posting up this weekend as uh, the Insight team and some of the friends of the parish look back over the last 12 months uh, and pick out some wonderful moments from Eurovision around Eurovision and associated with the song contest. I've spoken before about the preview parties that are taking place in March and April. Barcelona, 23rd, 24th, 25th of March. Warsaw on the 1st of April. Madrid, 7th and 8th. Amsterdam on the 15th. London on the 16th. But we have other dates to go in here as well. And this is six days. 
in six days, as I record this, uh, Estonia's first semi-final will be taking place. We've had the two shows in December from Ukraine and Albania, but now the pace kicks up. Thursday, the 12th of January, Estonia, first semi-final. Friday, 13th of January, a week today, uh, the first quarterfinal in Malta for MESC, Malta Eurovision Song Contest. And a heads up, next week, Saturday the 14th of January, is Belgium and the Eurosong 2023. That will select the artist and song for the contest. And after that, uh, you will also have the second semi-final and Estée Lau. And uh, you will also have the first semi-final for Norway's Melody Grand Prix as well. So three shows, get the multi-screens ready for next Saturday, the 14th of January. So that's us. That's the week in the song contest. Everything's coiled. Everything's tightly wound up. And we're going to be releasing that into the musical world as we hit January, February, March and the selection season. To all our friends out there who we've met or still to meet, stay safe. Take care of everybody else around you. Take care of yourself as well. I'll catch you next week. To all for now, cue the guitars. This week's EC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com. Support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insights. <laughs>